0: Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today, I'll be talking about the fifth episode of Marvel Studios' Loki. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Journey Into Mystery, written by Tom Kaufman and directed by Kate Herron. The episode opens at the TVA. The camera movement suggests that currently everything is upside down at the TVA. The mist inside the timekeeper's chambers transitions into the fog in the void. This episode is a treasure trove for Easter eggs. As the camera sweeps into the void, the first building we see is Lighthouse of Alexandria. Then we see New York's Sanctum Sanctorum. Then we see Avengers stars with the name Keng written on it. And finally, we reach the spot where Loki appeared post his pruning. Classic Loki answers our Loki's questions. This is the Void, that is Alioth, and we are his lunch. Loki title sequence begins. At the TVA, Sylvie orders Renslayer to give her the Tempad. Sylvie questions who's behind the TVA, but Renslayer says she's as much in the dark as Sylvie is. Sylvie kicks and deliberately hurts Renslayer. Sylvie asks, How does it feel to have your reality destroyed? Sylvie and Renslayer are in the time court from where Sylvie had escaped as a child. The idea of Sylvie killing Renslayer here would definitely be poetic justice. Renslayer reveals, what if I said Loki is not dead? Sylvie doesn't believe Renslayer. Renslayer assures that even she wants to know who's at the top. When we prune a branched reality, it is impossible to prune all its matter. So we move it to a place where it wouldn't continue growing. The branch timeline isn't reset. It's transferred to another place. Sylvie asks, where? Renslayer says, A void at the end of time, where every existence collides at the same point and simply stops. The end of time is still being written, and the timekeepers are transforming it into a utopia. Sylvie sarcastically says, Nice. Super believable. Renslayer promises to help Sylvie if Sylvie would trust her. I don't think Sylvie trusts her, but she still gives the Tempad back. At the void, Loki and his variants pass by a wrecked ship and a wrecked flying saucer. Our Loki has a thousand questions. He wants to stop, take a breather and get answers to all his questions. Classic Loki's suggestion is to keep moving and not die. Loki wants to know the plan. Since they are all Lokis, they must have a plan. The answer is the same, don't die. Loki feels that's not a plan, just a general demand of living. They pass by Red Skull's aircraft from Captain America, the first Avenger. Loki now has a meltdown. Loki screams, will someone please explain to me what the hell is going on? Look, it's been a very, very, very tiring past few days, months. All I know is I got pruned and I woke up here. Now I'm surrounded by variants of myself, plus an alligator, which I'm heartbroken to report I didn't even find all that strange. And now we are running from God knows what, trying to get to God knows where. What I need to be doing is try and find a way back to the TVA. Kid Loki shushes our Loki because his screaming is gonna signal a liar. Kid Loki says, this is the place where TVA dumps its rubbish and Alioth ensures none of it returns. Boastful Loki says, it's a living tempest that consumes matter and energy. At this point, classic Loki reveals that the alligator is a Loki too. Our Loki is shocked beyond his wits. Loki thinks there must be some Tempad lying around and he wants to use it to get back to the TVA. The other Lokis laugh in our Loki's face. Classic Loki says, The TVA doesn't care what happens here, so just try and survive. Our Loki is amused that Classic Loki wears the horns but lets a child command him. Classic Loki informs that it is Kid Loki's kingdom and he may as well respect him. Our Loki inquires about Kid Loki's Nexus event. He replies he killed Thor. Imagine a timeline without Thor. We then proceed to see a giant yellow jacket's head, phanoscopter, a nuke, and a hatch door through which Loki and the other variants enter. The camera pans down to show broken Mjolnir and Throg struggling to escape from a glass jar labeled T-365, a comic issue. Fun fact, Chris Hemsworth ADR'd for the grunts of Throg. ADR means automated dialogue replacement. Classic Loki inquires why our Loki wants to return to the TVA so badly. Boastful Loki asks if he left his glorious purpose there. And Loki's response to that is something like that. At the TVA, Renslayer requests Miss Minutes to remote access a series of restricted files from the archives on the beginning of time and the founding of the TVA. Sylvie wants them to access files of the end of time. Sylvie believes maybe there is something beyond the void. Sylvie wants to go there because there you can't have an excess event. And anything and everything can go undetectable. Renslayer thinks it's impossible to go there as there is no mention of function on the tempad. Sylvie realizes Renslayer is no longer of use for her. Miss Minutes intervenes and mentions something about void spacecraft, a prototype. I know that Miss Minutes is lying to our faces to buy time. Sylvie wants to find Loki. She also wants to find the man behind the curtain and kill him. The man behind the curtain is a reference to the Wizard of Oz. The sheer audacity of Renslayer saying that we'll find the man together is a hoot. I am not buying your charade. Sylvie ain't buying your charade either. When Renslayer checks how long, Miss Minute replies any second now, and she means Minutemen are coming to the rescue. Sylvie pushes Rensselaer out of her way, snatches her temp pad and hides behind the judge's podium. Even as Rensselaer is trying to intimidate Sylvie that she will find her, she has fear written all over her face. Rensselaer is negotiating with Sylvie, offering her a good memory prison to live out the rest of her days, if she has any good memories, that is. Sylvie switches on the prune baton but points the pointy side at Rensselaer and the Minutemen. Sylvie prunes herself. The Minutemen are shocked, but Renslayer is pretending it's all good. In the void, Boastful Loki boasts about vanquishing Captain America and Iron Man and collecting his prize, all six infinity stones. Classic Loki translates what alligator Loki said. He said Boastful Loki's story is a lie. Kid Loki wants to know Classic Loki's story and so does our Loki. R Loki seeks confirmation if they were supposed to die at the hands of Thanos post-Ragnarok. Classic Loki confirms that everything was right until Thanos attacked their ship. R Loki checks if Classic Loki also tried to stab Thanos with his dagger. Classic Loki's answer is no. Blades are worthless in face of Loki's sorcery. Instead, he cast a projection so real, even the Mad Titan believed it. He then hid as inanimate debris a theory Eric was of the New Rock stars pitched when Infinity War had released. Classic Loki hid on a remote planet in isolation, and after a long period of time, he started to miss his brother Thor. Which is just so sweet. Our Loki has big plans. He wants to take a chance on himself and try and return to the TVA. He tells the other Loki variants how he found a woman variant of himself, she wants to take down the TVA and he wants to help her. As all the Lokis in the Void have mentioned that Eliath is a living being, living beings can die and our Loki's plan is to kill it. He will take all the help that he can get. All the other Lokis laugh in his face. Our Loki calls them monsters and proceeds to leave. Before he opens the hatch, we get a closer look at what's written on the hatch door. It reads... 349.5 meters cube. There's some stuff written in the Hindi language like A which means come, Pravesh Dwar which means entry door, savdhan, which means careful and I can't distinguish the ikimatra matra on the alphabet of V for the word Vishela. Usually Vishela has a chhoti ikimatra matra on the alphabet V which is missing here unless they wrote the spelling wrong. If it's Rubashela It means worm, and if it's Ravayela, it means customary. I can't for the life of me figure what it is, let alone decipher it. Because careful worm and careful customary doesn't make sense. It has to be a spelling error for Vishela. President Loki and nine other Loki variants are waiting at the hatch door, which Loki refers to as a nightmare. Sylvie wakes up inside a bus. Sylvie makes her way out of the bus, breaking the windshield. Alioth appears to consume the bus. Sylvie tries to escape and in the process enchants Alioth for a moment. She sees a vision of a castle on a floating rock. Sylvie spots a skinny pizza car driving up to her. Sylvie gets in the car and realizes it's Mobius at the wheel. They pass by a San Francisco suspension bridge, pyramids and the Sphinx with its nose intact. Inside the bowling alley bunker, the three Loki variants are pissed with our Loki for leading the wolves to their door. In fact, boastful Loki sold Kid Loki out in exchange for the throne. In Loki's signature style, President Loki says, well, what did you expect? Alligator Loki chops off President Loki's right hand. President Loki's scream creates a diversion for our Loki, Classic Loki, Kid Loki, and Alligator Loki to escape. Classic Loki creates duplicates of themselves and now it's a free-for-all fight between the various Lokis. I was so not a fan of this scene. I mean, you brought in various Lokis and you made a mockery of it. I can't even. Classic Loki is appalled at all of the Loki's behaviour. They can never change. And Kid Loki says, When they do, the TVA prunes them to the void. Now I am doubting if Kid Loki really killed Thor. He just said if you try to change, the TVA gets you. Maybe he didn't kill Thor. Maybe he did try to change and that's when the TVA got to him. This is why Loki wants to help Sylvie take down the TVA. Classic Loki and Kid Loki check with our Loki if he trusts the woman variant. He says she's the only one he trusts. Classic Loki and kid Loki agree to help our Loki. Mobius feels miserable because he thought they were the good guys. Sylvie sarcastically comments, annihilating entire realities, orphaning little girls, classic hero stuff. Mobius thought his end justified his means. He apologizes to Sylvie for hunting her like a dog. Sylvie thinks Eliath got our Loki. She wants to return to Eliath because it is the key to finding the man behind the curtain. As Mobius turns the pizza car, a portal drops something that was just pruned. Our Loki and the other variants are walking toward Aliath. Just then, the US Eldridge is dropped. Right on cue, Aliath proceeds to devour it. Loki is unsure of his plan now. He's rethinking what to do. All the three Lokis turn away. Kid Loki spots the pizza car. Classic Loki points out that it's traveling along the horizon. Our Loki now spots Sylvie. He rushes to meet her. He's surprised to see Mobius. Sylvie laughs at our Loki's plan to kill Eliath. Sylvie reveals she's going to enchant it because the man behind the curtain is beyond the void at the end of time and Elioth is their guard dog. Loki is shocked out of his wits that everyone, including Mobius, is on board with Sylvie's plan. At the TVA, Renslayer visits Hunter B-15, who's kept in a red laser prison. Renslayer wants to know Sylvie's motivation. Hunter B-15 reveals its revenge. Renslayer seems unfazed by the fact that the TVA lied to them and the timekeepers are fake. Renslayer doesn't want to protect them, she wants to find them. B-15 taunts Renslayer. You won't be able to find them. Not before she does. You only want it, but she needs it. Rensselaer summons Miss Minutes from the Tempad. She wants the files from the beginning of the time and whoever founded the TVA because they are in danger and she is trying to protect them. Miss Minutes is so sneaky that she's just playing along despite knowing everything. But she's not revealing a damn thing. In the void, Mobius can't recall if he ever arrested an alligator Loki. It's always the long con, the game within the game, which he respects. Kid Loki asks what Mobius would do when he returns to the TVA. Mobius wants to tell people the truth. It's hard for classic Loki to fathom that Mobius is willing to turn on the very thing he devoted his life to. Mobius says it's never too late to change. This makes classic Loki introspect. Sylvie and Loki are sitting outside near the car. Sylvie approves of Mobius because he cares about our Loki. Loki feels the chills. He conjures up a blanket but selfishly only for himself. Loki suggests that he could conjure one for her if she would like. Sylvie says, Sylvie says he could conjure her a new outfit as this is very uncomfortable. Is she suggesting what I think she's suggesting? Apart from the fact that superhero costumes are very, very uncomfortable. They discuss Mobius' theory of the Nexus event on Lamentis and call it rubbish and a TVA lie. I get that they are awkward and haven't done this relationship thing before. I am not a fan of this scene because the lead-in is so random. And I wish it was written in a way where one thing led to another. Something that had more of a connective tissue. Sylvie is hesitant to trust our Loki because she isn't sure if Loki won't betray her in the final moments. Loki assures Sylvie that he may have betrayed the people he loved in the past but he's not the same person anymore. He won't let her down. Anyone who says this eventually lets the other person down. So be careful out there. Neither of them know what they would do after all of this is over. Loki and Sylvie decide probably they can figure it out together. The time is nigh. Everyone is standing near a dark Esther Ronan's ship from Guardians of the Galaxy as Alioth approaches. Sylvie gives her Tempat to Loki to leave with Mobius. Loki decides to stay. Loki says, you go, I go. It is reminiscent of Titanic's iconic dialogue, you jump, I jump, which is one of Kate Heron's favorite films. Loki passes on the Tempat to Mobius. Mobius checks if other Loki variants want to tag along. They refuse the offer. Kid Loki gives his Leviton sword to R Loki because it would come in handy. Classic Loki and kid Loki wish them good luck and bid goodbye. Mobius opens a time door portal back to the TVA. Loki inquires what Mobius would do after returning to the TVA. And Mobius' answer is, burn it to the ground. Something Loki said in the first episode. Mobius thanks Loki for the spark. Mobius extends his arm for a handshake, but Loki hugs him instead. Loki says, thank you, my friend. Mobius says to Sylvie, you're my favorite. We now proceed to see the heads of the living tribunal lying on the ground and later Hydra's helicarrier. Loki and Sylvie wait for a branched timeline to drop. But when that doesn't happen, Loki takes it upon himself to distract Alioth. Loki runs for a bit and challenges Elioth to come and get him. Sylvie tries to enchant it but is unable to hold it for long. Loki tries his best to distract Eliath, but it's on its way to devour Sylvie. Just when all hope is lost, Classic Loki conjures up entire Asgard from memory to distract Elioth and give a chance to Sylvie and Loki to enchant it. Sylvie holds Loki's hand and suggests they are going to enchant it together because they are the same. Classic Loki can't hold the illusion any longer. He sacrifices himself in the process, yelling, Glorious Purpose! The weird thing is that he starts disintegrating before Elias devours him. Maybe he is not entirely dead. But his sacrifice would be worthless if that's the case. We just see a charred classic Loki's helmet lying on the ground. Loki and Sylvie successfully enchant Elioth. Sylvie asks Loki to open his eyes. The smoke clears and we see the same castle on the floating rock that Sylvie saw in her vision. Loki and Sylvie walk toward it. What next? Whatever it may be, you can listen to The Awesome Pod Mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I am doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome PodMix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.